Yesterday, I was hearing unshakable several times. Then this morning, as I woke up and saw a post from a friend that also said unshakable. And when we are in union with the seven spirits of God, partnering in a surrendered life to the spirit of the Lord, we truly are unshakable. We read in Hebrews 12, 26 and 27, then at Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he is given a promise. Yet once more, I will shake and make tremble not only the earth, but also the heavens. Now this expression yet once more indicates the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken, that is, of that which has been created, in order that what cannot be shaken may remain and continue. And today, with all the tyranny that's going on in the world, the darkness, the evil, the wars, the persecution, we are given a choice to stand strong, unshakable, knowing who we are in Christ and declaring the word of the Lord. I want to share some um, study notes from Kerry Gordon, who is a pastor in the U.S., and he wrote a book called A Storm, A Message, A Bottle. Jesus warned everyone in his day not to buy into the poisonous political doctrines of King Herod in Mark 8:15. The contents of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 7 were murder, adultery, divorce, oaths, retaliation, jurisprudence, charitable donations, justice, and so on. Jesus used two national tragedies, one that was almost exclusively political, to forecast his own nation's political and spiritual disaster in Luke 13, verse 1 through 5. Jesus lucidly endorsed the right for a family victimized by murder of a loved one to receive proper justice in Mark 12, verse 1 through 9. Jesus did not hesitate to confront the Sanhedrin, who were the equivalent of legislative, executive, and judicial branches of government in his day. Jesus warned Pilate that consequences were coming for his abuse of power in John 19, verse 11. Jesus' economic illustrations in Luke 19 were deliberately presented within the larger context of an unmistakable political scenario. Jesus endorsed the obligation of civil government to severely punish criminal activity in Matthew 18, verse 23 through 35. Jesus was indicted by political rulers for political reasons, not the least of which his profound public impact, which threatened corrupt government officials. Brethren and beloved, I say to you today that many of the so-called biblical teachings that we were raised with in the namby-pamby days of Christianity in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s, we need to re-examine. We need to know the Word. We need to know the Holy Spirit. And we need to know how to hear His voice and apply the Word as it was written, as it was intended by our living, loving God, the Ancient of Days. So let's take a look at the Bible in fresh new ways and ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the revelation that he wants us to see so that we can stand and truly be unshakable in these days during the great harvest that is among us as millions are coming to the Lord, millions are rededicating their lives to the Lord. 
For we read that if we are lukewarm, the Lord will spew us out of his mouth, that we need to be on fire with the holy fear of the Lord in a devoted, focused life as we declare and prophesy the word and the will of the Lord and the Spirit in our day here and now. Be encouraged and go forth boldly with great courage and faith.